Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. The podcast no one asked for, but you want it anyway. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Timothy. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. I am here with Jason Hofsetz, Jess Hooker, Jessica Allsman. I'm Willie Griswold. We're talking back to school. Mm-hmm. You guys, recently I went to my local Meyer and I raided the back to school section to get all my writing supplies because oh, they're nice. all on discount. Yeah, yeah. nice. Get yeah. all the legal pads, get all the different colored pens. Are you brand loyal? Uh, not really. Honestly, not at all. Okay. I use, I to be, this is kind of like uh, douchey, maybe more pr- pretentious is the word to use when I'm, my onstage notebooks that I write in, I mm-hmm. use the, the Moleskin brand you sure. have for the to, most honey. part. Yeah. Uh, at least I did when I was in Chicago because I was constantly writing. But now that I'm at home, I actually, I use like a, what's the bigger, this is almost <laughs> bigger than a three by five card. Legal pad? No, 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 no. Four like by a, six? Four, four by six. six. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Enough. I could have I just made the numbers the a little cards? bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like note cards? That's the way to go. So those fit perfect in my back pocket and I use those on stage now. And my big thing that I do is mm-hmm. I put it on the bench on stage before I I get out there so that way I don't walk on stage holding my beer holding my phone holding yeah. a note card it takes me a while to get set up there I just go. do the little four by six in there yeah dude I used to love going school supply shopping yeah that was our that was they, actually that was better than like getting the clothes yes because this is an extension of your personality what's on my folders yes. what color are my pencils these are very important decisions do you remember fourth grade when you got a protractor and you were just like hell yeah I got a protractor and then you yeah. never got to use it the whole year yeah like you drew a circle one day and that was it yeah mm-hmm. It felt like this sort of, um, I don't know, uh, like a super tool that was you were going to be able to do all kinds of stuff yeah. with the protractor. Oh, yeah. oh we're, just, we're just doing circles. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then all it right. wasn't till geometry too in high school where I'm half asleep and maybe hungover and I don't know what the <laughs> hell this thing does. That's fun. Fun little insight into your life. Hungover yeah. in high school. By the way, Will, I can't get over when you first started. You said I was at the local Meyer and I raid, raided? Yes, I heard rated, R-A-T, and you're like going through the stuff like, that's an A, that's, that's a B That's a B notebook. I would get that. These, these are C pencils. Don't even try to get these. Yeah, we didn't have this back in my day. Yeah. Just get a green five-star binder. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know they made number three pencils. Oh, geez. One yeah. worse than number two. Another number joke there. Yes. There's an architect out there going, idiot, they do. Yeah. They've been doing this for a long time. There's um, there's Dick Dixon. They are Dixon, but they're um, they usually sell them... Like at uh at the hardware store because they're carpenter pencils, sure. But they're all black, and so I would always buy my kids their pencils from there because then they knew those were their pencils. Nobody else had black pencils. There you go. And so Max Max still talks about the kid that always tried to rip off his black pencils because he thought they were cool. And then I was like, man, let's just get this kid a package of black pencils. I was Aww. like, then you know it's the both of you. Aww. But yeah, like still. We just we just always have those black pencils, and that's that's one of the things for them. See, that's the mom in you that's like, everyone should be supported. If that were my kid, I'd be like, well, we're getting you purple pencils. <laughs> You're the kid. No one else gets to have the pencils you I'm have. calling the principal, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember what the first day of school smelled like? Oh. Yeah. Like, that is such a specific smell to me. Uh, not really. I had sinus issues. So. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> she she did just take a buff off her inhaler in her defense. It was a flashback of second grade. You can oh. go stand in the corner by the wall and watch the clock and oh. use your inhaler. Oh, no. Was, oh, I'm sorry, Wait, Jess. You, had okay. to, you got shunned to go do well, that? Well, it's like you had to go separate from the class, go watch the clock, because when you were young and you had to administer it yourself. When that was legal, yeah. Yeah, you take a hit, you have to watch the clock, hold your breath or something, <laughs> oh, like, I don't know, okay. and then your second puff would be so long after. And yeah. I didn't realize this went back so far for you. Oh, for sure. And then you'd pretend wow, like you're smoking, this... you hit the inhaler, and be like, oh, and kids God. would laugh, and they're like, stop a, it. This explains a lot. I still pretend like I'm smoking. If I have something remotely close to the shape of a cigarette, I pretend like I'm smoking. <laughs> 
See, you know what uh, helped me with that is starting to smoke cigarettes again. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, I jumped on that train for about three weeks this summer. Oh, uh, it's the worst. I'm oh. off of I'm off of again, but they're so tricky to quit. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh, I was just I just I had a thing that I wanted to say and I forget. Oh yeah, inhalers. When I was a kid, I remember always being jealous of the kids. I know. Like first day of school, you show up and you're like. Holy smokes, mm-hmm. Dylan got braces. Yes. He yeah. is a man now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he's got like little rubber bands and they're yes. pink. And you're like, oh, mother, yeah. I did not know that pink could be cool, you know? And like yeah. he's rocking it. All this oh, yeah. envy about stuff like that. I was jealous. Yeah, uh, yeah I wanted the I wanted glasses too. Oh. I, one time I, I went, I took mm-hmm. my mom, I made her take me to the optometrist. Mm. I don't know if this is true or I crafted it in my head. In my head, I, I took, she took me once one week and I got perfect vision and then I made her take me back another week mm-hmm. and it was like worse. Like yeah. I, I like, pretend I was like blind basically, hoping I could trick the doc and he was like, Dude, you didn't lose all your eyesight in a week. That's impossible. I was, yeah, je- inhalers, braces, and glasses. Things as a kid you don't understand, but you want you for some You want, reason. you envy that. Yeah, but that's a good thing about blue light glasses now. Anybody can wear glasses, and they mm-hmm. still look cool, and yeah. it's an accessory, so. That's for looking at screens, too, right? Yeah, it's specific to screens, really, or any kind of, of this new LED overhead light. Stuff yeah, I don't have much trauma from being a kid, but getting glasses was traumatic yeah. because a lot of times it's the teacher that notices it before your parents. Yeah, okay? that's true. So-and-so's having trouble reading mm-hmm. at school. So it trickled down to my mom, and then I got glasses. The problem is I didn't want to wear the glasses in mm-hmm. second grade or third, somewhere in there. So I'd get to the bus, put them in my pocket. Yeah. But the teacher knew... I had gotten glasses. So after a few days, uh, the teacher realized, uh, Jason's not wearing his glasses. So middle of the class, Uh and they realized what I was doing. They, they eventually figured it out, and they she stopped the class and like Jason, do you have something in your pocket you want to share with the rest of the class? Called you out in front of everybody. Called me out. I just I stood up and had to put on these, and these are let, let, let's put the year on it because mm-hmm. in nineteen. 19- 81, no one had cool glasses. No, no they're what the hipsters wear now. Kind of, the yeah. Thing across oh, the they top. were huge. Yeah. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible glasses. And I had mm-hmm. to put these MFers on my head. Nerd. Exactly. <laughs> I, I instantly, my cred went from whatever it was to instant nerd. Was oh. it the Drew Carey style? Like the military probably, style yeah. Of Probably, glasses? yeah. Yeah, because they were back big. then you had about two different styles to choose from. Exactly. Yeah. Big or bigger? Boy or girl? <laughs> yeah, that's probably better. Yes, that's probably better. What are the big ones where the frames aren't as thick as the glasses are just massive? Like the actual lenses themselves yeah. are just so big. I actually yeah. just have. I just you got a pair. Yeah, I'm about to show you. Yeah. Uh, they can be bifocals, but it's just that the lenses the are like lenses massive. Lenses are huge. They're like. like uh, what, Phyllis Diller or something. Yeah, what's, yeah. There's a, but there's a bug, or they they say Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. Well, those are those are bifocals, but yeah, there's a. It looks like a big figure eight in the middle yeah. of your yes. face, yes. where yes. it's like an eight with like a little bridge between it. Mm, you know, awesome. like the hospital bridge to the parking lot kind of thing. Yeah, the bloody <laughs> <ears over> there. <laughs> that yeah. was a weird comparison. Okay. <laughs> I guess okay. any bridge I could have said. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're talking uh, back to school bits today. I mean, I do this. There's something about back to school. Like a couple weeks ago, I when I started seeing the back to school school sales start, I was mm-hmm. like, "Damn it, this sucks!" Like I'm I'm still an adult, but there's still that weird party that never wants summer to end. Mm-hmm. But I always mm-hmm. do remember as a kid being pretty stoked for first day of school. Just you get to see your pals again, absolutely. You know? And that's the only time the kids get up without any fight. Like they're they're up before the alarm. Like they're ready. Mm-hmm. They're feeling good, and it's just it is a very peaceful day. For mothers, that first day of school when nobody wants to fight you in their good mood, they like what they're wearing, everything's washed, mm-hmm. everything's ready to go. Did Max have his first day already? Yeah, first day of his senior year. Yeah. So I wonder Aww. if he's anything like me. Oh yeah, me. he yeah his youngest. My and, youngest, yeah. Katie's a senior, so we both have yeah. seniors. My yeah. goodness, you guys, yeah. class of twenty two, how exciting! Yeah, I know, right? That yeah. is crazy. Well, you know what? I can't wait till they turn eighteen and I'll buy him cigarettes and porno, Max. How about well, that? Well, Max did just turn eighteen yesterday. Oh, All well, right, I, Max. Yeah, I guess I owe the kids a porno. <laughs> Max. Well, I think I think on the big show you mentioned the lady of the night. Oh, they? I did. Yeah. You know what, man? I got to stop saying stuff on the show in the morning time. I say stuff people tweet me a couple weeks ago we did the show and someone tweeted me man willie that line about nick saban was hilarious and now i'm going no memory i'm going oh god i hope that i didn't i hope that i didn't you know speak poorly about the president of alabama you know i would hate for that to come back and bite me in the ass you never know but hey it's back to school time and we are going to kick this off with an even better show than the bob and tom show 
Reality TV has reached a new level with shows like The Osbournes and The Anna Nicole Show, programs that take you inside the homes and the minds of fascinating people. But what about the kids? Isn't it time for a reality show for kids, about kids, and with kids? Well, Bob and Tom Television, the network that was created to help hide the huge losses of its parent company, Friggum All Industries, <laughs> proudly presents The Sam and Willie Show, the first reality show just for kids. See Sam and Willie Griswold, Tom's kids, like you've never seen them before. Totally live, candid, and unscripted. Here's an excerpt from this week's show. Boy, Willie, I can't wait to go back to school. Me too, Sam. I mean, it seems like the summer vacation will never end. Yeah, summer vacation is so bogus. I miss the books and the discipline. And the homework. (laughs) Yeah, the homework. And the huge bathroom where we get so many possible places to pee. (laughs) Yeah, not like at home. Summer vacation is so frustrating because it robs us of valuable time that we could be learning from qualified instructors. (laughs) Yeah. And Dad just doesn't get it. He's always telling us how that in his day, school didn't start until after Labor Day. Sam, I don't think I could wait that long. (laughs) Me neither. And he thinks it should still start after Labor Day. Maybe that's why Dad's so stupid. He went back to school way later than he should have. Yeah, I think that he'd definitely be smart if he went back in August. And if he tells us one more time how he used to play hooky and sometimes go to an Indians game, I mean, that's not right. Yeah, he's supposed to call them Native Americans. That's not what I mean, Willie. I meant the hooky part. Um, what does hooky mean? I'm not sure, but you know what a hooker is? <laughs> um, yeah, kinda. Well, I guess he was the hook E. Ew, gross! <laughs> yes, it's reality TV like you've never seen before. And in an upcoming episode of The Sam and Willie Show... Willie, look what I got! Cool, the complete poetry of Lord Byron. <laughs> Sam, this book is dope. Where'd you get it? I traded that video game Eternal Darkness to Larry Rogers. Sam, you ripped him off. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad about it. I can't believe he traded a book of classic poetry for a stupid video game. <laughs> yeah, if he knew how much you hated that game. Well, it totally goes against my core belief in nonviolence. <laughs> yes, finally, there's a reality TV show for kids. The Sam and Willie Show, only on the Bob and Tom Television Network. A complicated accounting scam since 1993. <laughs> Is my voice still that high? It's adorable. Yeah. I love it. Your voice now and then. Dude, I remember I, re- I remember very well recording the line, um, yeah, kinda, about do I know what a hooker is? Yeah. Spoiler alert, I did not know what a hooker it was. <laughs> did Uncle Dean teach you? No, he didn't. Oh. Uh, I like I it was one of those things where I still like in the in the bit I answer um yeah kinda. It was one of those things where I was a kid and I didn't want to admit to it, you know? Oh, and right. so I would just I was like, "Oh yeah, no sure, I know what that is." You clearly didn't ride the school bus. Yeah. Which is where you learn a lot of that stuff oh. early on if you don't learn it from this show. Dude, I can remember my buddy Max Berman, we would just be sneaking around the pool in the summertime and he would be teaching me all the new bad words words that he learned because <laughs> he was like a year older than me so he yes. could get them to me uh, i love but by the way wait, real quick this is so off topic but when i used to work at a summer camp um whenever the kids kids from spain would come to, to camp or whatever mm-hmm. or a kid from a different country and within two minutes that just becomes little kids teaching each other the worst words <laughs> they can say in their, exactly like yeah all it is is you're just learning cuss words uh, but yeah back to that bit dude i used to talk so fast and i remember dean Say, um, yeah, kinda. There are three different words. Yeah. There are four Aww. syllables. We have to hear every one and just doing take after take after take with that. Yeah, your uh, oh. great line of uh, maybe that's why dad is so stupid. stupid. I was like, oh, <laughs> Dean was just loving feeding you that line. And by the way, I'm very happy that 20 whatever years later, I can still get a laugh calling my dad stupid. You know? <laughs> I will take that. And then there's a certain part of that is it's, I were joking. We're talking about how Sam traded a video game for a book of poetry. We're all so excited about that. <laughs> yes. I've said this on the big show before. When I was a kid, Sam, he got real mad at me because I stole one of his Pokemon cards. That was like a nine tails and yeah. it was a uh, holographic. It was like a big deal. And I looked it up. A couple weeks, like it's like these things are selling for thousands of dollars. 
<gasps> and I took it in kindergarten and I traded it to my pal Jared Scott for his Caterpie, which was worth nothing, but I thought it was like a cool, fun little rainbow worm and I was really into it. And I go, no, Sam, look, I got the Caterpie. You idiot. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that was such a fun bit. And well, Sam still kind of sounds the same. He still has that kind of very mature cadence. Uh, yeah. Maybe just because he's, he's my older brother. I always feel like he talks No, like, I, I'm with you. He does sound like you can tell he's a little kid, but he sounds like a, a very well-versed kid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how much he was acting there because Sam did love school. Sam got all A's forever. He was like a little genius. And I was such a dummy in school. Yeah. I got C's and D's, baby. Yeah. You were busy talking, making people laugh. Right? Yeah, I was goofing. I was talking, but nobody could understand me because I'm fast and high <laughs> in my voice. But, hey, what are you guys going to go to the store later? Hang out. So, do you re- Jess, do you remember when you went back, like in elementary school, whether it's fifth or sixth grade, and you were much taller than all the other boys because the girls go through their growth spurt faster? Mm-hmm. Or at least, or maybe you saw other women, or I, women. I had, I had girls. friends, girlfriends that, yes. And yes, they also yes. came back with boobs. With boobs. And you're like, I yeah. want those. It's yep. not fair. Yeah, it was a big, it was, yeah. We, <laughs> I want I sh- I show, those. I, I showed up. my own minor boobs. That's it okay. was, uh, yeah, with the, the year I showed up with boobs was uh, sophomore year. Or if you want to fast forward 10 years, when I bought them, sure. that's when I finally showed up with boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I got boobs probably seventh grade. <laughs> I was a thick little kid. Yeah. yeah. I had some nice little bosoms. But you know what? I had, I had, my best friend was that girl. We came back to school in fifth grade. She was three or four inches taller than everybody. And she wasn't just wearing a training bra. Like she needed a real grown up bra. And we were with all like. With a wire and everything. Yes, everything. <laughs> like it wasn't a sports bra. It was the whole, and we were just like, oh my God, Jessica. That was her name too, but yeah, it was just uh, I I remember that. But she stayed the same height, and her boobs are still the same <laughs> size. So, uh, shout out Jess, I love you. Now, did you guys enjoy? This is the geek in me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed planning out what classes I was going to take in high school because you kind of had you finally had some control. Oh of yeah, what you got to take. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Mine was always was always more concerned about what that first period class was. Oh. Had a little bit of control over that. I probably skipped some classes that really would have benefited me mm. based on what time of day they were. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm. Freshman year, I had Spanish first period. Oof. Yeah. Senor Malcolm could not get through to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was barely even awake in that class. Yeah. Senor Solera hated me. Mm-hmm. Took all my magazines. Like, Silencio, Isabella. Mm. And he just always like, mm, a grunt at me. And I'm like, Ooh, is that Spanish yeah. or is, is that English? Did you guys get to choose a Spanish name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did we. Okay, I didn't know if everybody got uh, that. I was French, thank you. Oh, okay. Yes. Excuse me, for the rest of this podcast, everyone has to refer to, refer to me as Guillermo. Guillermo! Okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. fun. I had nice. a French teacher. Her last name was Belle. Yeah. And so you're supposed to call them Madame. Yes. And she, first day, it's okay, you can call me Madame Belle. <laughs> and so we thought, oh, this is great. Yeah. And I did. I took three years of French. Yeah. It was fun. Nice. Now, I remember senior year, because I, I would just take all the classes I could. And the last semester, I didn't, I was like, I had plenty of credits so I could take, you know, the old study hall yes. thing. Yeah. And I had so many study halls, I was bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And I eventually picked up like PE2 so I could at least go do something. Yeah. And yeah. Like, it, 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 it was one of those, like, I could have just. Th- be done in January. That's how I was. Yeah. So I ended up actually uh, the last semester I did school to work. Like, Mm. and I, just because I knew where I was going to college, it was done. My daughter's doing that. And so I did that and it was the, it was the video store in New Pal and it was like, yeah, I would just. Like a video rental store? Yeah. That's where, that's where I worked. And there was this dirty old pervert that would come in and go through the saloon doors every day at one o'clock. Like he took his wife to physical therapy and then came and got porn like a trash bag. Oh my God. I still hate that guy. But does it, does it come to you and. And he come to me and he has to check out. Yeah. And he, and he tried to convince me that it was law for me that I couldn't tell anybody that he came in and got porn and I was like homie I'm telling everybody yeah, this, this ain't hippo what are you kidding <laughs> I know my rights it's 1999 I'm telling everybody yeah, this isn't hippo this is hips open to <laughs> return to the other side that was a porno name <laughs> so was that that was DVD DVDs were starting to get pretty DVDs big DVDs were starting to come yeah, out yeah, but yeah. the benefit of that my dorm room was covered in the coolest posters oh sure yeah. that's yeah. awesome yeah. Yeah. also DVD and porn cat Categories, the V stands for something different. <laughs> oh, okay. what, what would that be? I'm sorry, what was it? Uh, Walk us through it. It was vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. I was Love 
was Lily making. Lily said vagina. I was like, Guillermo said vagina. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Isabella. Um, <laughs> and then just one thing before we go to the next bit, one thing I want to point out is um, we were talking to Al Jackson the other day, and he was talking about how dope has sort of broken through. And dope used to be a thing that, you Timmy is smoking the dope. Like mm-hmm. that sort of reason. And now it's a thing like suburban moms will say, oh my gosh, your converses are dope. And in that, mm. and we're talking about the Lord Byron book, and I, my character goes, uh, this book is dope. And so let's give it up for Tim Cavanaugh. Oh, yeah. his ear to the That's ground. Yeah. 15 years ago. Tim so, Cavanaugh, yeah. cultural expert Tim Cavanaugh, <laughs> knew that dope was going to be coming in to stay. Uh, so this next one, I'm sure it'll be, uh, you know, in, in this show, we have a lot of very intelligent people. People think, you know, folks like Bill Sheft on this show, Dr. Will, all these people that are very smart. And so for, for this one, it's going to be incredibly intelligent. It's um, Donnie Baker reminiscing about his back to school days. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker, man. You know, every year about this time, I start to get depressed and a little nervous. And I don't know why, but I think it's because summer's coming to a close and, like, schools are starting up again. And even though I graduated years ago, man, I think it's just in my blood. I swear to God it is. My mom, Phyllis, was always stressed out around September because my real mom would never get off her butt and get my school supplies on time. <laughs> mom, Phyllis, promised she'd never let me get on the bus with, like, clothes that were outdated. Or worse yet, I didn't want to be one of those kids wearing knockoffs. I remember Ricky Skidmore wearing a pair of high tops that said nuke. <laughs> Didn't even have a swoosh, just a silk screen check on Everybody made fun of him. But he said they couldn't afford much more because his mom was saving up to get a boob job and stuff. That's when me and him became friends because I was hoping he'd invite me over to spend a night a bunch. Mm-hmm. And by my freshman year, hell, I was over there every weekend. I swear to God I was. But don't buy your kids shoes at, like, the grocery store, man. I mean, it's okay for sunglasses and jewelry, but go to the mall for shoes. And if you're a parent, man, you need to plan ahead. I mean, if you waited this long to go buy school clothes, there's no way you're going to be able to get them airbrushed by the time school starts. <laughs> Tell my mom Phyllis paid to get my name airbrushed on most of my tank tops. And they don't work on parachute pants, so save the money there. But that's when people started realizing I was born to be a badass. Uh-huh. I didn't have some gay alligator on a collared shirt or a stupid polo horse. I had a two-headed dragon spitting fire and a serpent with fangs that said Donnie Baker above both of them. I mean, what teacher's going to have the balls to get Give your kid detention wearing them clothes. Mm. I swear to God they never did. <laughs> and if you really want respect, just have your kids wear the clothes they pass out when they go to juvie. I mean, nobody ever guarded me in intramural basketball, man, because I had the best crossover and an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> man, I think school supplies are even a bigger waste of time and money. I swear to God I do. My mom, Phyllis, used to get our dental records mailed to the house every fall right before school started, and they can't deny your dental records if you ask for them, man. It's state law. <laughs> and when they send them, just keep all the vanilla folders they put the x-rays in. Oh. The folders already have your name on them so you don't even have to buy magic markers hell that'll save you a trip to the store and about four bucks i remember my senior year my homeroom teacher mr bankston told us we had to have a bottle of white out or correction tape for the word processors whatever man i mean what kind of teacher is that telling his pupils we need correction tape when we ain't even made no mistakes yet. <laughs> that's like replacing your roof before a hailstorm. And that's what I told him. So I didn't buy any correction tape. I just used some of my mom's old pasties from when she used to dance at Xanadu's. And it's still a sore topic with me, man, because they wouldn't let her speak on career day because Xanadu's was spelled with three X's. And that's when I told Mr. Repass, our principal, he should know how to spell it because I seen his LeBaron parked behind a privacy fence by the dumpster over the summer and I'd pick mom up from work. <laughs> you should have seen the school board members when I testified with that pop quiz right in her face. <laughs> they finally agreed to let Mom Phyllis pass out some pamphlets, but only at the away football games. I hate politics, man. Just like when the cafeteria cop tried to say my sack lunch didn't have all four food groups. And I told him, even a science teacher said Funyuns were a vegetable. Look it up. I gotta go. <laughs> you guys eating your vegetables, getting a lot of Funyuns in lately? Or? Oh, I love Funyuns. Those are my favorite. Oh. So when I was a kid, uh, uh, this is, I don't mean for this to sound like a sad story, but it might sound a little sad. Uh, We would go to the gas station for dinner and uh, I would get Funyuns and I would get Roller Dog? Yoohoo. Oh, Funyuns and Yoohoo and a Whatchamacallit. That was was my dinner. 
That was my choice. I didn't mean to laugh when you just go, I don't want this to be a sad story. <laughs> it's, but you know what? And I, and I know it. I don't mean it for it to sound sad because mm. if you are a kid and, mm. and you're going to the gas station for dinner, like it's like a treat. Oh, yeah. We just didn't know that a, normal people uh, don't right. do it every night. We didn't, a, we didn't know. There's a certain point of uh, parental negligence that kind of rules when you're a kid. It, it's <laughs> you know some of your I'm best saying? memories. That's what I, yeah. Like I just feel bad because my son is becoming an adult and there's parts of these moments that he's just like, will be so great. And then when he's in therapy, he's going to go, oh, man, you just ruined that for me. <laughs> <laughs> you mean pizza night was just because you didn't want to cook? Stuff like she that. was hungover. No, I think Donnie hit on some negligence when he said uh, the kid couldn't get new shoes because mom was going to get a boob job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, priorities. I mean, I, and I always got one pair of shoes a year right before school started yeah. because I would wear the hell out of them mm-hmm. as a kid because I was an outdoor kid. And... Well, it was cool to get that one, that, that pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but for the first like month or two of school, did last year's school shoes become your outside play shoes? I don't know okay. because I would wear, because as you're growing as yeah. a boy, man, I wore the, t- the toes out, yeah. like literally wore the toe out Yeah, where you're coming out of the shoe. Well, then they made you get separate gym shoes at a certain point, so you have to have your yeah, PE shoes school. for mm-hmm. when you're inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we would get them twice a year. It was very exciting. Back to school shoes. And then uh, at Christmas, we oh, go okay. shopping for the second pair for the next round. And typically, nice. it's because we were growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they were just so beat up. You yeah. know what I got one time is my dad, he likes being prepared, right? He's he's big about being prepared. You got to have the stuff before you do the job. You got to yeah. be ready. And, mm-hmm. be, be, and so I joined the cross country team. And then I don't know, like one time in passing, I like heard that the good... The cross country stars, they wear these cleats called spikes with metal cleat and yeah. you have to twist them in there. And I was four years old, I just chubby as hell, you know, four years old, about to crack 100 pounds. And my dad, I got the spikes. I got like the nicest running shoes that there were because he thought that that's what you needed. And everyone across country looked at me like I was this big weirdo because everyone else was just running in their regular tennis shoes. And I was just this little chubby, overprepared kid screwing in my tiny little spike. Mm-hmm. I had a tiny little bag on the bus getting ready for the run. So funny. Wasn't that just for the actual track? Oh no! The it was, spikes were for track, yeah, right? Not no, cross country. The not spikes, no. These they were, they were meant for for being on grass. Really? Right? really? Oh, I mean, wow. that's the other. Th- I mean, that's I maybe those. maybe these were meant for the track, but mm. again, over prepared. Did you that's say you were four years old? I think no, you meant fourth grade. I, I meant to say fourth okay. grade. Excuse I was like, me. dang. I saw you at really three. And yeah. I don't remember. When. I was like a hundred pounds. I wasn't chubby till I was eight. My parents made a comment to me about it, and I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Okay, moving on. No, we're okay. We're okay. Just a very a very serious, true thing. So as Donnie was talking there. Usually, when you go into junior high, you might pick up an instrument. What instrument do you think Donnie would have played? Uh, trumpet, because yes. it's loud. Really? Okay. That's the Skin first flute? thing I thought of. Just him blowing as loud as he can. Dude, but drums also. Just You know when you're a kid <laughs> and you want to play drums, but then they because you, you're like, drums are yeah. tough and you whack stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on day one, they give you uh, they give you the mallets for the bells for mm-hmm. the xylophone, which is the least tough thing mm-hmm. you can do. That's true. Instead of like hitting cymbals yeah. and they go, wah, it's like you yeah. hit a thing that's like, ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like drums might have been it too. But of course, Donnie became a lead singer mm. so but you can't be a lead singer in junior high but i think drums i remember i think the coolest kid i thought in band was the drummer for sure and he had a pretty good sized kit it's yeah. definitely the coolest thing i would say in high school i played the electric bass guitar in the band mm-hmm. and that is by far the coolest thing that you can play in the band nice. you gotta plug it in so so did you you played that in like like band band or did you guys have a jazz band no so we played i played the double bass in middle school okay and then i wanted to switch over gotcha. because like i didn't have a double bass at home you right. know it's like they're expensive and they're massive it's like not worth it but we yeah. had a, a bass around and so the the band director let my older brother play bass and then i got to play it in just like the concert band cool but i also played it in the jazz band yeah and the coolest thing i played it in the pet band yes and so at yes, football yes, games yes. my yeah. senior year i got mm-hmm. injured and so i'd be wearing the football jersey and wearing the back brace that i had because i broke my back <laughs> oh, God. and i'd be gosh, sitting bless. down in my little chair playing the bass oh my gosh you know what though like when i was do you remember being little and going to the high school games like probably like fifth grade you start go like your parents like you go but you don't have to be with your parents yes. and so we go right. and i'm telling you because of our pet band 
I believe that that is why my favorite song of all time is Call Me Al because they would bump, 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 bump. And they would start. Mm, and I was like, mm, and still mm, to this day, like I get goosebumps. I wanted that to be my song at my wedding. And everybody was like, no, 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 <laughs> Is no, that the no. one I think Tom hates the Tom video? Tom hate, hate the video. Hate, yeah, Chrissy hates the song. Tom hates the video. But I, I love Chevy Chase in too, so. Yeah. What's the Chevy Chase affiliation? So Chevy Chase is in is in the video. Him. Oh, okay. Yes. Him and Paul Simon, Paul Simon are, yeah. are are dressed alike. They're wearing like these like uh, like Miami Vice type white suits, and they're just it's it's really really dumb. And that's like but 70, it's wonderful. And that's like seventy seven. So that's like peak Chevy Chase era. No, right? this is eighties. Call oh, me okay, Al cool. is, is like is is mid eighties. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Paul Simon. Uh, I'm gonna say it. I think he's a weirdo. No. Oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> no, percent. All of my favorite him, people yeah. are weirdos. What did he do to you? I don't. I just think that he sings very quietly, and he mm. makes songs for. He's the, one of the best songwriters of all time. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. Uh, but I don't. I mean, I just don't trust a little guy. Maybe you know, get an electric guitar, plug in, rock out a right. little bit. He has a okay. song that if you have daughters, will make you sob. Why would I listen to that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That I know what you're talking. And about. real quick, yeah. by the way, earlier when I said that I just say stuff sometime and then I don't remember it and then I regret it later. Don't tweet me. I don't actually hate Paul Simon. Right? <laughs> I don't get. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody would be mad at you about yeah, that. Whatever. I think. I think you're okay. Alzman, did, did you play anything in the, in the band? Uh, elementary school. Everyone gets, well, first off, in elementary school, fifth, sixth grade, I played the clarinet, and I played it in seventh and eighth grade as well, but didn't we all get recorders in elementary school? I think uh, in fourth, yes. fourth grade? Fourth yes. Grade, Excuse like me. That. I believe you're referring to the English fife. Oh. That's are you shitting me? Is Tom me? here, or is this Will? <laughs> oh, sorry. I couldn't help it. I was just being it. a jerk. We have to mark that. But it is called the English fife. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. Well. And that's what they called it at your at your private school? Oh, no, no, no. We called it recorders. We just like, oh. I, did like I did like a presentation. Well, you know how you don't remember anything <laughs> in your whole life? You don't remember your sister's phone number? Yes. English fife, picked it up in fifth grade. I'll never forget it. Yeah. There's no way that's the same thing, right? No, it is, yeah. Well, I've been practicing on my tin <gasps> whistle. Get in what, there. What, what you got? Oh, that's graduate? kind of a tiny year. I graduated version. in 2000. Okay, so a uh, hit song you might have heard at uh, your high school football games. Here we go. Okay. Uh. <gasps> yeah. I know what it is. The Old Man River? No, it's it's Titanic. Oh. Yeah, yeah sorry. Titanic. I ran out of breath there. All right. Well, hey, I didn't know what it was. Hey. What? No. I did. Do yeah. I need to play it again? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That just makes me think of fourth grade, and it also makes me think of the, the video game Zelda. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I had a buddy in college that he was in, a, in music and all, and he was really good at everything, and he found a recorder and started playing Metallica riffs Stop. on his recorder. Amazing. So funny. That's a lot of fun. Fantastic. Like, do another one. Do another one. Kind of sounds like Mandalorian a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. A little slower. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Oh, my gosh. Like They're filming the third season right now. They should just bring you in there to do the I audio. Mean, come on, Favreau. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear a really just funny, just quick story that has nothing to do with the podcast? Uh, this Friday, my show in Chicago, we have uh, Dave Pasquese is doing it, who's this yeah. incredible improviser, mm-hmm. a part of uh, TJ and Dave. He plays the husband uh, or the ex-husband in the show Veep. Just to, oh, if you, okay. Yeah, that awesome. Dave, Dave Pasquese. He's an incredible improviser. He's doing stand-up at our show. And the reason that we, we, we like found out about him, my buddy Colin, who co-produces with me, he's a massive Star Wars guy, and he was working on this new Star Wars joke. And then he got off stage, and then Dave Pasquese came up to me. He was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, I'm in the new Star Wars TV show. I'm, I'm, I'm in the new like Boba Fett show, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. How'd you land that gig? And he's like, oh, I used to do improv with the guy that does them. And then my friend Colin was like, you did improv with John Favreau? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how do you know that? And he's like, of course I know who John Favreau is. That's oh funny. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. This will be a great show. We got him, the guy, uh, John Rudnitsky from SNL. This yeah. is going to come out after. It doesn't even matter. I'm just talking about okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, that'll be great. And then one quick note I want to do. Uh, there's a joke about airbrushing shirts in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I want to pay homage. I want to pay homage to my buddy Matt Holt. One of my favorite jokes in the whole world. He goes, I was just in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I needed to pick up some airbrush T-shirts. That's where they keep them. And it makes me laugh. Every I've never even been to Myrtle Beach, but the jokes. No, so he's, he's 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 right. Yeah. 
He's the man. All right. Well, here's our next bit. And I don't know if it's the back to school bit or if it's uh, our friend Tim Cavanaugh, but here is Tim Cavanaugh speaking for the disenfranchised. I hate going back to school. I hate going back to school. I don't like books. The lunches stink, but nobody cares what I think. I hate going back to school. <laughs> Last year, our principal, Mrs. Rome, caught me eating boogers, sent me home, even though not all of them were my own. She wouldn't take that into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> I hate going back to school. Back to school. I hate going back to school. Each year I give myself this speech. This is the last year that I'll teach. I hate going back to school. <laughs> That's perfect. He's dude. so great. That is perfect. And I love I love hearing a young Josh Arnold sort of just singing background. How wild is that that he has been on here long enough that he now has a young voice? Mm-hmm. I mean, like when you listen to the original cast, like there are they probably each have five or six different voices sure. right but now josh has been here long enough that he is in, he has his middle-aged voice five he had his little baby years. voice and his middle and you voice. could t- like he was kind of hesitant to join on the back to school thing yeah. and then after he started he stopped it kind of it'd be i feel like now for doing that if tim cavanaugh's in here singing that song oh it's, josh is doing yeah. harmonies mm-hmm. and he's doing hand dances yeah. like a show choir days yeah. oh my gosh and i'm thinking like we have basically your entire life we've you're gonna have all your voices that's so weird to think about. Yeah. You know what? I, I was listening to old open mic sets and my voice was different. I just sucked at stand up comedy. They are brutal to listen to. That actually might be kind of funny one time. Mm. In bits you and could pieces play something. Mm-hmm. At the, just play like a snippet of me. For sure. I mean, it's me doing jokes that are so bad. Like the jokes <laughs> themselves are bad. I'm performing them not well and then they don't work and I'm like, whatever, you guys just don't get it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm so cocky because I was new and delusional that I think it's the crowd's issue. That's funny. Can you give us an example? of what uh, of a bad joke you got a bad one that you um uh I, I i can't think of one right so a lot of them so a lot of them were just really really sad like okay. when i start i started it's i've talked about this before but i got into stand-up after my, my best friend my roommate in college passed away and that sort of springboarded me into wanting to do my own thing mm-hmm. and then i started doing stand-up comedy and I, I wasn't in therapy at the time so I was doing stand-up comedy and instead of doing joke, I was telling jokes but like they're about like my friend dying oh my. and they were so dark and I was just going into these rooms and uh. making people so uncomfortable mm. man it was it was, just, it was unfair but then the weird thing is after I got too dark there I just pivoted and all my jokes were about puns which people hated just as much <laughs> 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 then I became the hey, I had to quit drinking uh. I, I'm, I quit drinking but I'm still eating ice cream some people go stone cold sober i got cold stone sober like oh, that that's not bad. thank that's you not bad. yes that's I, like it. I used to i used to get the shakes now i'm drinking shakes brother i mean that kind of stuff that's what we're talking about i appreciate about. it do you end all your punchlines with brother i did for a long time it, <laughs> it, was, was, my, a, it was a tribute to hulk hogan it was my hulk hogan era that's exactly what it was brother yeah, yeah i don't know what i mean because that's the other thing Too is when funny. you start doing stand-up it's you're just doing impressions of people i was ripping off pete holmes mm-hmm. for years I've, I've ripped off my dad chick josh and Pat before on mm-hmm. stage because you're trying to see which box you fit into. Right. Have you read the book Steal Like an Artist? I have not read the book Steal Like an I'll Artist. I'll bring it in and let you read it. But it basically is just like, look, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to absorb your surroundings mm-hmm. and the people you care and the people you want to imitate. And eventually, when you practice that enough, you will be the version of you mm-hmm. that you want to be. Well, here's another thing. When I started, when I came on here last summer on the big show on Bob and Tom, I was doing a Chick McGee impression. I was just trying to do the same sense of humor because I go, oh, that works for Chick. That's going to be me. And then I realized that's not me. And then I tried to do the Josh thing and I was like, I'm not as smart as yeah. Josh is. I can't pull those jokes off. It is wild to try to find your footing in here. I mean, I know we all grew up listening to the show, but we are literally all a mixture of what we grew up 100%, listening to. percent And yes. so- I noticed that the first time I came in here, like my default was to say all of the things I say off the air that are actually from the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 saying things that Chick says all the time, and she's looking over at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, sorry, that's your line here. I forgot." You know. But in my group of friends, I'm hilarious, and I steal his oh, stuff all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's funny. You'll, you'll see. You'll hear Josh actually do some of Chick stuff on the air. I think it, they it, all do. The, yeah. yeah. But there's there's times I'll notice. I'm like, "Hey, that's Chick's thing." Yeah. You know? it's, uh, 
only seven more minutes. Right, right, you right. Know, kind of thing. It's yeah. hard not to because it's we do it to. off the air. But I think I think Josh is such the perfect representation. He is fifty per. I mean, I shouldn't even say fifty percent. He is actually a third of Bob, Tom, and Chick. Mm-hmm. Like he is the guy who grew up and absorbed all of them. Well, yeah. and here's another thing on that ripping off and an impression of an impression. Uh, I apologized to Josh one time because somebody accused me of something, and I went, "That's right." And I go, because that's a yes, Josh thing. And then Josh goes, dude, I took that off Chick years ago. Chick, <laughs> Chick has been doing That's Right yes. for a long time. Exactly. That exactly. Okay, that's true. Uh, not show related. I was just thinking about the Chris Farley scene in Tommy Boy, the fat guy in a little yes. coat. You listen to that. He's doing a Bill Murray impression. Oh, really? He's, that's Bill Murray, the SNL, the, uh, the, the, the scene where he's the lounge singer at the oh, ski resort. Oh, yeah. That's what he's doing. It's it's maybe I don't know if he was thinking that, but that's that's what I saw when I saw that's what yes. I heard when I saw that. Now that you say that, but I never for some reason I I wouldn't have got that. And no. everyone's like Bugs Bunny, Groucho <laughs> Groucho Marx. Yeah, Bugs Bunny is Groucho <laughs> Marx. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's it's it's everything is an impression of an impression or whatever mm. or whatever. Yeah, that's hundred yeah. percent true. Well, I can't wait. I have my thirtieth. Yes, I'm dating yes, myself right. reunion this weekend, so I will be bestowing upon all kinds of Bob and Tom humor on these people. Yeah. And I'm going to get all the glory. So, yes. yes. You have right. your 30th B&T reunion? No, my 30th high school <laughs> reunion. Oh, I thought, I don't know. I, I misheard that. I thought you meant like graduating class. I mean, no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Uh, no I was an intern 26 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Getting yeah. Close. This is, what, this is 21. Okay. So I'm night. I'll be 20 years from my internship next year. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I, we've been here a while. Sorry, yeah. I'm just in my head that I don't know what the word reunion means. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Yeah. Are you going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have some guys coming in. I have a friend coming in from Colorado, friend coming in from Arizona. So it it becomes more about your close buddies, and we're going to see some friends yeah. locally and do a couple things. We will go to the reunion. Um, but it's kind of one of those things you're – Local buddies aren't going to the reunion. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is yeah. That what? So we have we call them townies. Okay, and these sure. are the people that really kind of never left. Like yep. they, they. I mean, I, I still live in the same town I grew up in, and there was a short period of time that I actually lived in town. Sure. Before my dad built a house in a neighborhood, but so I, in my heart, I'm a townie. So mm. when I go back into town and I see. I see fellow townies like there's just like they're mm. my people, mm. but they're also the ones hosting their own reunion in the garage at their house. Yeah. Right. So you got to swing by the townie reunion uh, and then go to the official reunion. Okay. Like that's that's the way it goes. My 10 year would have been in May because I graduated in May of 2011. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there was like a COVID thing and now I think it's like some sort of thing in the fall or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I don't tweeted it. So? I tweeted a joke about it being like, I just got the invitation to my high school reunion. I never did. But my joke was just like, but I'm not going to feel comfortable going until I'm like vaccinated, some successful and have a six pack. Like that was the joke about it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of, it's, it's a smiler, you know, it's, just, like it's, it, it's like yeah. a silly little line, but then someone like commented <gasps> that they were just like, they were just like, Oh, you actually got invited. Guess I didn't get invited to the oh, reunion. No. Oh, guess no. they don't care about me. I was like, dude, it's not. Th- it's I'm very Doing sorry. Jokes here. Yeah, I'm very yeah. sorry, Connor. That is yeah. his name. <laughs> yeah. I missed um, mine. My 20 year reunion was last year, and we had to cancel it because because of COVID. I've heard a lot about last years are having them this year. Yeah, I've I don't heard. think any of us really want to do it that bad. So okay. we'll just wait till 25, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool if they combine it with the class younger. Like if if the class of 11 and the class of 12 got together, just make it a bigger party. You, you know? think so? Yeah, because I was around those kids in high school. Oh, I know yeah. them all. Oh, still. Yeah, that's, I get that, but the fun. class under us sucked. They were awful. There were so many. Just they just they just sucked. Yeah. Sorry. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Boy. So there's there is there is currently like in a like the biggest douchebag in each graduating class yeah. like that we were all friends with. Yeah. And they, there's it is uh, it's almost like a, this is so mean. No, this it's is okay. so mean. I mean, and I'm not I'm not talking like dork. I'm not talking like douchebag. Like they have it coming. You know gotcha. what I mean? Sure. But wait, so there's there's kind of like a bracket type mm-hmm. situation thing. Mm-hmm. I, this is the most bully thing I've ever said. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible. I'm no, very fine. sorry. We actually we didn't have any douchebags in my high school graduating class. Wait a second, maybe <laughs> I was there. <laughs> no, uh, we have one more bit. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, yeah, we do have one more bit. I was going to ask, did anybody go to the state fair this summer? I'm I, going. I'm going next week. Going I next plan week. on it. Yeah. See the Beach Boys and John Stamos. I know John Stamos is going to be what? at our state fair with the Beach Boys. He sings, right? Yeah, he wait. plays drums. He can play geek. So with the Beach Boys, yeah. Oh, I had no clue. You didn't know he did that. I didn't know. Do you guys want to know? We can make that one album that came out. He was he's in the video. Mm -hmm. He's playing the bongos with the Beach Boys. I'm I'm a little out of the Beach Boys. We can go to Iowa State Fair also. We can make uh, we can make Iron on T-shirts that say Half Mercy. It could be pretty fun. Yes, please. Yeah, it could be a good time. Who knows? How old is John Stamos? 
Uh, I don't know, but his... He still looks great, though, right? Yeah, his wife is... I just saw a picture of her, and I thought it was his daughter. My bad. But yeah, he's uh, he's a man of a certain age. He's 55, you think? 50, 55? I say he's got to be mid-50s, right? Looks great. Right? Yeah. yeah, looks awesome. Takes care of himself. Yeah. And he's a nice guy. He seems yeah, he's like a really a nice good guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to be at State Fair. Yeah. Well, I really you know. I really wanted you when you said the nice guy thing. Yeah. You're just like, he's nice. Yeah, has good skin. Looks great. I thought you were just going, and he is packing. <laughs> I saw some pictures. I don't know. John Hamm, move over. Oh. He's got the energy. He's he does. Got, he does. Yeah. He's got the BDE. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there is definitely a nice guy energy with the BD. You're mm-hmm. right. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this is a whole other podcast where we could talk about the. <laughs> The, what comes with that. Oh, wait, really quick. Yeah. You want to talk about... <laughs> my All my early stand-up is about my small penis. I mean, it is just me in there. Hey, we're in a basement in Chicago. We're all drunk and no one wants to laugh at What's wrong with you guys? You know? <laughs> so unwilling to look into a mirror. <laughs> I have a question about that, but I'll ask off the air. It it's, took- it's mostly a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Irish. You know, what are you going to do? It's mostly a joke. Yeah, you're partially Irish. Oh, Jesse yeah. and the Rippers mm-hmm. t-shirts, yeah. I, it took me three BDs to figure out what you were talking about oh, there. Oh, that's all right, I was buddy. listening to the whole story. And Wait, what it, is a BD? It's what? a big old... <laughs> I was going to make Jason awkward. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> it's um, a bag of... Oh, uh, that's, yeah, one ba- of my, that's one of my favorite phrases, don't you suck a um, bag of... Well, and those, <laughs> it was a great um, uh, dessert over at the bar nearby mm-hmm. oh that's true uh-huh yeah sack of balls and a bag of these mm-hmm. did you watch uh, suicide squad there osman not yet it's a whole debate at our house whether we're going to the theater or just watch it in the basement so oh. we're like all right we'll go to the theater oh we didn't go so it's <laughs> pissing have you me been off. to the theater lately I, I haven't gone yet you haven't i saw black widow there yeah you did mm-hmm. yep. i think i'm gonna go with my mom and to I watch survived. the movie nine days god bless you you know what i'm, I'm just you need to hydrate you're going to, I mean, maybe schedule therapy before and after. Sure. Like, it's a whole thing, man. It's a sad movie. Dude, prepare your, I don't even. Well, I, don't, I love, I, I love a sad goosebumps. movie. I know, but everything, I just, I, 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 I cannot advise people more to prepare for the post movie feelings. Okay. But okay? please do not tell me anything. I know nothing about this movie. And he I hasn't want, ruined it for I you want yet? to go in cold. No, him and Josh were talking about it and I literally covered my ears. Okay, good. Ah, la, la, la. I can't <laughs> hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But also, the last movie I saw with my mom in theaters was the Mr. Rogers documentary and it was me, my mom, and my grandma sitting right next to each other and sister, not brother, we were crying the whole time. Little sob train with me and the ladies. Is your grandma here right now too? My grandma's here right now. (gasps) Are they staying with you? No. There there was a chance she was going to be. She's in a a place uh, and she seems to like it. She can't get Wi-Fi but she's making friends with all the ladies there. Good. Dude, she is cutting up. Good. And then me and her, we go to get coffee. We went to the farmer's market wait one quick grandma story we have one yeah. bit to go and i think we're not coming back after that but we went to the farmer's market and she spent so much time i want to get fresh peaches yeah she grew up on a farm she right. has a fresh peach she's a fresh and she goes we looked at all the peaches she's smelling them and squeezed she goes these are worse than the ones in the supermarket these aren't real they probably just bought these at kroger and brought them over oh, here yeah. you know what the peach truck's coming up from georgia soon and when oh, really? it does yes i'll get you a box of peaches so we'll get because she'll be so into that but then yeah. we got a cantaloupe and she goes now i grew up on a farm i know how to tell if they're fresh it's got to smell good you got to mm-hmm. feel it it can't be bruised too much but mm-hmm. a little bit of a bruise and you'll be able to tell because there's like the little hole on the top yes kind of like the avocado way you can tell yes. if it's fresh or not mm-hmm. so something there and so we spend is this one good, Gramsy? Oh, no, that's that's too ripe. Is this one good, Gramsy? Oh, no, that's not right enough. Is, is this one good? Oh, yeah. That's, let me smell it. Oh, that's the keeper. And then yeah. we spent so much time picking out this <laughs> damn cantaloupe. Aww. And then we went to the farmer's market. It was like out of the way. We're like an hour after I was supposed to drop her back off. <gasps> and then I'm going to drop her off. I'm like, do you want me to walk this into your room for you? Get someone else to carry it? And she goes, well, no, I know you're going to hang out with your friends, and I, it'd be really nice if you guys got to enjoy that cantaloupe together, because I'll never be able to finish it on my own. And I was like, you're the best woman in the world. You I better love have you. ate every damn piece of mm-hmm. that cantaloupe. Oh, yeah, no, we cut it. Did also, you salt it? Did you salt it? I do not. Well, I, we did not salt it. I'll try it next time. And okay. I have no clue how to cut a cantaloupe. Oh, it was okay. the size. Some of them were like little tiny slivers. Some of them were massive. But it was great. Good. I just, I love my grandma, man. Good. That's awesome. You need to take your grandma to the state fair and get her some like deep fried fruit or something We talked like that. about that. We think she wants to get one of those big old pork tenderloins. Can we go? Can I go? I really, so like on the low, I've always wanted to like meet your mom. I mm-hmm. met her once at a restaurant, mm-hmm. but she was talking to Chick. And, uh, but I should, I've, I followed her stuff for a long time. Yeah, sure. Before I knew her. Sure, yeah. Yeah. 
And I, yeah, I want to hang out with your grandma and your mom. Let's do some other side of the Griswold fam hang time. I don't think we'll regret it. Uh, we're doing one more bit, but we're not coming back after, right? Correct. We're going to play it because it's very long. And this is a local bit mm-hmm. that we've played for years this time of year because mm-hmm. our state fair. But it applies to maybe any state fair because so. it doesn't really talk about the state fair. It just they're going to the state fair via the fair train which is no longer a thing (laughs) sure uh which is kind of a bummer and it was just one of those radio you know promotions gags whatever you want to call it and it just i mean talk about (laughs) keep circling the toilet i don't know what what do you think is the best way to i mean it just gets worse and worse it's amazing it was a tradition every year to hear it yeah it it is it it is them at their worst but it became the, I mean, the two of them, Tom and Chick, because Bob is back running Master Control. Right. They have a, they literally had a terrible time. But the comedy that ensued from it, and Chick's <laughs> had a, one of his famous breakdowns. Tom is literally in, he's in agony. Like, mm-hmm. He, you know, something super loud near him. It is such the, the snowball effect. It, it is the audio snowball. Like it is. And then everyone back at the station, Bob, <laughs> um, Christy, maybe Pat Carlini and maybe Mark Patrick. Our are, dog, yeah. They're all hanging out. Maybe Dean too. And they're hanging out just having the best time because they're having the worst <laughs> time. And would you rank this below or above uh, Chick trying to talk to Spike Lee at the airport? Where does that land? On- I, same energy. I'm going to go same energy. Okay. Yeah. But, but but definitely better just because it, it, it's, it it's a group effort and there's two different things going on. Yeah. And really. it's just, and, 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 you know, Tom under stress and not in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun thing to listen to. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to play the state fair bit real quick. If you enjoy the podcast, Please uh, rate, subscribe, review wherever you listen to us. We'd appreciate it. And now, here is Tom and Chick's worst radio experience. It's the State Fair segment. You're with Bob and Tom and Chick and a cast of thousands this morning. And they're on the way to the Indiana State Fair. That's right. They're on the train and on their way. Right? No, we're standing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, some of the people driving by. You know, they said this wouldn't be good radio, and I said, no. No way. I've been noticing some of the people driving by this morning. Yeah. It only makes me think that. They're doing marvelous things at mental hey. institutions right now. I don't know. You see a train yet? No. No, no. I... Someone just came by and said that the train comes by here every morning about 10 after, so. It's 10 after. 10 after. 10 after right now. Yeah, well, I'm not like a train. Standing on the track. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chick, what about now? Is there a train now? <laughs> <laughs> no, not now. Okay. okay. So this is like that old Randy Montgomery joke. Which mm-hmm. one? His kid, when, he was, when his daughter was small, <laughs> she used to say, they'd go on these family trips. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Randy, yeah. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And Randy just finally said, yes, we're there. This is your uncle's driveway, only it's 80 miles long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Here it comes. I see the light. You do? You do? Oh, here that's ready. Now, wait a minute. Are you going to jump on while How are you moving? going to stop this? Do you have a big flag? No. Do you have no, we've got the fish, fish fry sign. sign. <laughs> you have a Lawrence United Methodist Church. I'm using their sign. You're going to stop them sign. with a fish fry sign. Yes, I am standing in the tracks. The train is coming. Now, uh, uh, this is definitely a, a steam engine or some kind of locomotive because there's a lot of smoke coming out and there's a big light. Either that or it's on fire. Oh, my God. The train's on fire. <laughs> See that? Hey, it's burning oil. Tom, uh, yes. I live close to that area, and let me just warn you that when that train blows its whistle, it's very loud. It sure is. Train, train! I mean, it's really loud. Excuse like, me, but... Uh, 200 yards away. Can the train see you? Would you wave the fish fry sign? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, waving the fish fry sign. Get over here in the tracks so they can see you. Don't stand on the tracks. I'm not going to stand on the tracks, Bob. Columbia boy. <laughs> Chick. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Can you hear it? Hear what? Oh, there's nothing lonesomer than that whistle Would you blow. Get on the tracks <laughs> and wave the Stand on the train. Which side do we get on this from? Uh, oh, hell. I'm getting off the track. Lights are on. Large train. Large train. Awesome. Hey, uh, get off the tracks there. I hear it. Is it slowing down? Well, it better. I'm on the track. Gee, I hope, Jake, I hope your foot doesn't get caught in the rails there. Anybody who knows me, I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> oh yeah, we hear it. Now the, now the lights are flashing, so people can't cross. This broadcast could get ugly real quick. Well, it's close enough now. I can read the sign on the front. What's it, it say? Look, get out of the way. 
<laughs> oh, it says, look, listen, live. <laughs> if you could read a loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hear the whistle. Holy! Hey, Casey, sit down. Jeez. Train, train. We got a train. Okay. Is it stopping? Yes. Yeah, the, it stopped. The, the fish fry sign worked? If you blow that whistle again, I'm going to stab you with the fish fry sign. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I think I just went deaf. I told you. I told you it's very loud. Uh, I think I just went deaf. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is spewing what is that all over the place. It's coming out. Okay. What is that? Can we get on this thing? Why don't you want to get up here? Okay. Do you have like a ladder or something? There's crap everywhere. God, I'm covered in soot. (laughs) (laughs) There's oil or something coming out of the train. I'm I'm sure it's plastic. Where's the EPA when you need it? Hey, what? Cassidy, we're getting on down here. They just just wanted to make sure you'd be a sure hire at the state fair once you got there. What about my fish fry sign? It's not (laughs) yours. Throw away the fish fry sign. Put it back That's up. Not your sign. I, I, I'd like to apologize to all these motorists who made the mistake of taking this route. <laughs> Hello? Uh-huh. Hello, okay. <laughs> Gary would have never done this. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Climb right up there, huh? Okay, well. Okay, I'm just climbing on board the train. Okay, well, uh. uh okay, you don't have to do the moving start thing, okay? <laughs> do I look like Paul Newman? <laughs> all right. No. Okay. Well, there's there's coal everywhere up here, and uh, so you're in the engine then. It's either Ted Danson or there's a lot of sweat around. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Right. We lost chick. Who'd we lose? Hello. Yep. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, chicks climbing up in the. Uh, we are actually in the. Uh, it's called a locomotive. This particular variety of train thing. The man is looking at me like I'm a total horse. <laughs> well, Check okay. one two. Hello, hello, hello. Chick, oh, there's me. Hi, ball. Hey. Can you hear me, Bob? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I'm going to give up the sailor phone. It's covered in soot. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm on the... We're on board the train. Huh. Okay. Hey, you know, it's really convenient that a train would have microphones <laughs> set up for it. Wow. The guy... <laughs> wow. Nice. It's almost all, as if we knew they, were, they knew we were going to hijack. All I know is that the... <laughs> one, of the guys, one of the guys just said... <laughs> what uh, just stop that? <laughs> One of the guys just said, start this thing, and I'll get us there. Okay. So, hey, hey there's a train been here. I can see its tracks. <laughs> hey, Chick, one of the gr- you, if you time it right, you could time the whistles so that it would cover up expletives. Oh, well, that's true. You know, this is actually a coal-fired train, Bob. There's a lot of flame around here. Wow. I Where? notice everyone's wearing safety glasses except for me. <laughs> you know, I could still work while blind. Uh-huh. Can you hear anything we're saying? Yes. I don't know about you, Chick, but right now I am turned on. <laughs> the throbbing of the train, the rocking, the reeling of the train. Hey, if that engineer's high on cocaine, get off. Because <laughs> he'll be going are, real fast. We're I standing on board a giant steam engine. <laughs> hey, hey, which, which button blows the whistle? Oh, up there. Hey, blow, can you blow the whistle over here? I'm getting coal in my mouth. <laughs> Is there I want is there something I could uh, buckle my butt to? Oh. I'm about to fall off the train. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Pull down right there. Go over there and pull down right over uh, there. That's, I can. Whoa! You can pull Excuse the whistle. Me, just, just try not to fall Tom's off gonna, on. Tom's gonna make the There's whistle. There's a little blow. subdivision here. I'm about to fall into at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I can pull this down. Down. Why don't you suck my? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that didn't. <laughs> oh boy. See? Okay, let's try it now. It's all in the time. <laughs> all hey, right. Why don't you eat and die? Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the locomotive, boys, heading for the fair. Well, I'm covered in coal. <laughs> I, I'm kind of homesick for the inbreeding of West Virginia. <laughs> all I can say is I hope that the I hope the horse poop. Wipes off the coal <laughs> on my new Reebok. Oh, nice. Well, uh, all aboard, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> okay. I can't hear.
all right. This we is, know you're coming. This is better than the hot air balloon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a law that they have to do that, though, in Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're People are holding up signs, screaming, hello, Bob. And hello, good morning, guys. Hello, how are you? Okay, good. Well, that's nice. We'll go by the propane factory. Uh, just uh, dumping a little toxic waste into Fall Creek. <laughs> yes, sir. We're heading for the fair. Our state fair is a great state fair. Don't miss it. Don't even be late. Hey, I have coal in my mouth. <laughs> we're getting pulled over. Chick, get a little closer. You could recreate the Mel Gibson role. <laughs> you know, one of the things about being in a locomotive, they designed these with the engine right in front of you. So, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so then what happened? Really? Like your mama. So did we. The best part is you would just hear that horn, and then every once in a while you're talking, all right. <laughs> okay. It is so deafening. Oh. What's the name of our uh, engineer here? Our engineer is Russ Sutherland. Yeah, if you could introduce the band, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Head fireman Paul Meister. Head oh. fireman Paul. Uh, second fireman Jim Potter. Uh, you'll be head fireman soon. <laughs> <laughs> anything anymore. I have coal in my eyes. <laughs> I have coal on the bottom of my bag, okay? <laughs> this was I, a great idea, hijacking the train. I, mean, oh, I yeah. think I'm, I'm having motion sickness now. Oh, the, the, the stool chick sitting on just broke off. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, How do you mean that? I want to tell that? the engineering staff, I think I dropped the cellular phone into the blast furnace. <laughs> oh, there it is. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, that'll go up real fast. Now, there's something black and gooey dripping on my beautiful white shirt that I wore. Oh, Christ, Okay. This okay. is unbelievably full of soot. Are you oh. near the fair yet? Bob, I'm having to face backwards <laughs> because of the flames. <laughs> We're going ass first. Now, I, now I'm being soaked by water yeah, from some the kind steam of, engine. Some kind of black water dripping you know, on me. You know, I can see why planes caught on. Yeah. Best remote ever. <laughs> I think the number of times a man blows a horn on a train is in direct correlation to the lack of size in his <laughs> Smaller the the longer he blows. 
see. And you notice none of these guys have so much as cracked a smile. Oh, here's that trader coming. It's <laughs> coming around. Oh, we need that Johnny Cash song. Do we have that anywhere? Um, uh, out on the way in. I think we're getting. Oh. <laughs> Jack, we're on the train. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Yes. For those of you that think this is a sound effect, I'm afraid it's not. We're we're on the fair train. We've hijacked it. And, You'll recognize Chick and I were the ones that look like Ted dancing. Wow, officially cold dust. I'm wearing a white shirt. Good choice for today's show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, are you uh, at are you at the state fair yet? That, maybe that's the brakes. What the? What? Sorry. Those were brakes, I think. Weren't sorry they? about that. Tom, what'd you say uh, fell on your white shirt? <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Vomited yet? <laughs> yet. They're not going fast enough, are they? Oh, they're going real fast, Christy. Oh, really? Oh, wait a minute. We just crossed. Th we've crossed State Road 37. Oh, Jesus! You <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 I'm going to shove that horn up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Uh, Come on over there, Grandpa. Okay, I think we're all right. All right. <laughs> I think it. we're. I think we're slowing down. So you don't have to uh, like take the train back, do you? No. Oh, shoot. No, I, well, if we take it back, I think we'll sit in the passenger <laughs> They didn't say we'd be in the coal car. Um, well, here it goes. Okay, we're, we're getting close now. All aboard, Petticoat Junction. <laughs> train, train. You know, I just, I see it's like an eight foot thing of flames just shot out right on my bung. I'm sure I've been miserable, but I don't know when. Yeah! yeah. We're getting Woo. off now. Uh, Petticoat Junction. I'll just jump from here! <laughs> it's only a six foot jump, Chip. Feel free. No, climb down to there, then just jump you the know, last six no feet. there's no easier way to get to the uh, That's a great song. than by train. Oh, but we recommend man. riding in the... Just jump. Okay. Thanks, guys. Well, we're getting off the train. Wait a minute. Oh, we're being my. motioned down this way. The, uh, I'm sorry. I can't hear a word you say. <laughs> you know, I remember. When, uh, I guess. Hey, hey Chick. I guess uh -huh. they don't like it when you stop the train. I was running the train. What kind is it? Um, well, it's about 9 9.30. <laughs> 9.30 closer. I'm Thank sorry. you. sorry. Well, <laughs> now we're here back at the passenger area. Bob. Okay, people so. Are unloading from the train. So yeah, see, all the clean people are the one who rode in the passenger area. <laughs> Kingfish and Amos were the ones who was riding. We were riding in the, in the actual engine. Oh, you know, that's every kid's dream, you guys. That's right, to ride in a locomotive. Mammy! Mammy. <laughs> The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.